My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 65. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the 1998 film starring Jared Leto, <laughs> Urban yeah. Legend. You're incredibly excited for this episode. And why don't you tell the class why? I Literally the class. the class. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? I'm very excited for this one. Like, I was actually just telling you, this was probably one of my first horror movies. You guys know that I started with things with my mother, like The Omen. But this was probably the first one that I watched by myself, and I could really get into the horror world. Right. Because it was that age. I even, I've told this before, but I'm going to say it again. I even told my teacher one time, we were doing, we got to pick whatever project we wanted to do. It was like a speech, you know, presentation. And I told her, I want to do it on Urban Legends. And but like I, Urban Legends or like this movie Urban like Legends? Like Urban Legends. Okay. Like I wanted to find the book, you know, the one that never exists in movies where she pulls it out, the Encyclopedia of Urban Legends. I wanted yeah. to find that book and I wanted to do like a presentation on it. Yeah, I was nine when that mm. happened. Oh, yeah. She looked at me like I had 12 fucking heads. She probably thought my mom was the worst person ever that let their daughter watch this. I didn't get to do the presentation. Well, this came out in 98, so, like, what year would that have been for you? I would have been eight or nine. Oh, so right around when this came out? Yes. I think I saw this for the first time in middle school, which I think I say that a lot. I think usually your first time seeing something is elementary school, and my first time seeing something is in middle school. So... Yeah, I think I saw this with actually my friend Ashley, who I've talked about before. And I remember liking it then and it being good. And not so much now. You know, it's just, listen, this is the late 90s leading into the early 2000s. If you look up, you know, 90s horror and like early 2000s horror, it's very different from what if you look up 60s, 70s and 80s horror. 80s horror, you know, we all know it's... Uh, can be very campy and like special effects wise very cheesy but at the same time it's very like classic and beloved 90s not so much like you have a few things that people love I'm not saying people don't love 90s horror but it's kind of different like you didn't get a lot of like things that are renowned as like incredible horror movies right the most we have is what scream scream yeah and then you have the campy ones like Urban Legend. I know what, I know you, know did what you did last summer. summer. Exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing when you go into the early 2000s. You get things like The Ring and The Grudge mm-hmm. and stuff like that where people are like, yeah, I mean, okay, Hangman's Curse. If you want to be a patron, you know, we talk about that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, we do. Uh, get that gems like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you look at the 90s, you get more like teenage college yeah. like I, it's just a very different it just feels very different at least to me no definitely or or you get the psychological ones which are in a very different category like, like silence of the lambs came in the 90s these these are our 90s slashers that's why it yeah, feels different right. our 90s slashers are i know what you did last summer urban legend scream but then the psychological ones are the ones that people love misery sounds of the lambs things like that right. came out in the 90s you got two very different oh yeah not much in between. No. You either got really, really, really good, acceptable, or like what most of them were, were, oh my God, what the fuck <laughs> are we watching? This one kind of is in that, like, ex- well, for me, like in that acceptable, mm-hmm. okay-ish range. There were parts where I was like, okay, all right, all right, okay. And there are parts where I was like, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you have like Jared Leto's in this who went on to win Oscars. Yeah. And be a musician and win mm-hmm. Grammys. Like, so it's not all bad. We have Except Pacey he's an asshole. from Dawson's Creek. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
so and you also have it's a really cool i always love things around killers like seven deadly sins or like or like theme killers like that's always legends. cool yeah that's always neat. yeah that's so cool and i don't even necessarily we'll get into it but disagree with why she was killing people mm-hmm. motive wasn't bad true she was a little cray cray <laughs> But I think that all killers are to an extent. Some are just more nuancey than others, and men seem to be a little more. Well, no, I'm just specifically thinking of certain men, I guess. I was going to say a little more put together, but that's not true either. Well, you also have to look at the fact that she's one of our very, very few female slashers. That's very true. Especially up to this point. Exactly. That's very true. I mean, you did get, like, in the 90s, we started seeing some women. Mm-hmm. We had misery. I mean, in this movie, they really point that we have two of our beloved slashers in this movie. Yeah. We have Freddy Krueger and we have Brad Dwarf, who is Chucky. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't even fucking notice uh, Freddy. Wow. How did you not I notice just, Robert England? <laughs> you know, I watched this real sick. <laughs> I was hallucinating. I did... You know, I didn't take it, but there was a bottle of codeine syrup, like the cough syrup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I shouldn't take this while watching this, but I bet it would make it real fun. I mean, I mean, I knew he looked familiar if it helped. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's even got a Freddy doll in his closet. Didn't notice. Yeah. I'm a bad horror fan. No, I'm sorry. As a, as a horror fan, though, this movie is really fun because you can just pull it apart. Like I just told you about Robert Eng- England and Brad Dorf, but also the you get all three of our slashers, not... You don't get Michael Myers, but the roommate is actually Laurie Strode's daughter in Halloween 4 and 5. Creepy bitch? Yes. Mm. So I liked her. I like her. Yeah. That's pretty cool that they brought in all those little Easter eggs. Because horror fan, like, if you notice them, unlike me, because I was just, like, watching it trying to stay alive, <laughs> mostly, you, it's, it makes... And I'm not dogging on this movie. That's not, this is not going to be a, I didn't hate it by any means, but like, if you're just, you know, watching the movie and you're like, okay, like it's all right. It makes a movie that lacks a little bit, a lot more fun. I mean, it's full of them. The biggest one that everyone notices is when I forget his name, his real name. I just will know him as Pacey from Dawson's Creek. He gets in the car and he turns it on and it plays the Dawson's Creek theme. There's stuff like that all fucking through it. Yeah. It's great. It's a little Easter egg movie. Everywhere. So basically, this movie starts with the typical, there's a girl driving in a car on a dark road, and there's somebody in the back seat with an axe. She out. I still check the back seat every single time I get in the car because I grew up on this movie. I I do that, but not even because of this movie. I think I'm just paranoid. Yeah. Just watching movies in general Mm -hmm. or just being scared of, you know, getting killed. Mm Mm-hmm. How easy would it be? You wouldn't even notice. No. You, how would you know that there's somebody in your back seat when it's dark in the middle of the night with no fucking lights on the road? Yeah. Exactly. It's fucking scary. Yeah. And before we even get her killed, though, we have her stopping at a gas station, and that's where we find Brad Dwarf and, you know, voice of Chucky, and he tries to fucking save her. And that's so sad, but yeah. he stutters, and he can't get it out, and he's just And he does her. look creepy. Yeah, he does look creepy. He's trying to fucking save her. But the thing that I noticed was, did you see the fucking gas price? No. It was a dollar fourteen. Fuck that. Like, let's go back to that time, please. <laughs> Thank you. None of this two fifty, two sixty. Three dollars. Buck fourteen. I'd like to go back there. <laughs> and 
she gets killed. Oh yeah, she done gets her head chopped off. She gave great head. Get it? She, she probably didn't give it. It was just taken. It's a joke later in the movie. Never mind. No, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I was just trying to kill your the dad joke. The head was taken. It got took. Got took. It got. It got took. And as we've talked about before, this is at a university, Pendleton University. Did you see the sign though? It looked full on like a tombstone. It's great. The of the university. Oh, yeah, the Pendleton oh, no, sign. I didn't see. I didn't notice shit. I was like I said though. This is the movie. You gotta pay attention to the background. I was real out of it. I'm real sorry. <laughs> Do you? I am trying so hard not to sound like this right now because <laughs> this is how I feel. I'm trying to pep it up for you. The motto on the sign too, though. This one I didn't know. I had to look up trivia because I don't speak Latin. The motto on the sign literally says the best friend did it. So if you know Latin, you know in the beginning what's going to fucking happen. See, also, this movie is fun to watch one time. Once. Because I knew who did it because I've seen it before. And if, if you know who done it, it makes it less fun. Unless mm-hmm. you love this movie like you do. Yeah. Because then it's fun. But, like, if you don't love this movie, you know, if you know who did it, it kind of makes it not as fun because then you're like, there's the bitch. Yeah. There's that's the bitch. Fair. I think that's there's why the they bitch. threw in all the extra stuff so that you, so could, you could watch, re-watch it, and it and find other and stuff. Find, that's, yeah, that's definitely a good point. That's what I would do if I had to make a whodunit movie because, mm-hmm. I mean, whodunit movies like Clue and like Knives Out, I haven't seen it, but like once you know who done it, what's going to make you rewatch it? And I think it has to be a fun movie too because, mm-hmm. you know, then obviously it takes the mystery out. Just right. like any killer movie, I guess, does. That's what makes you want to rewatch them. And this movie centers on a group of douches. Yes, Lex Luthor is in it. Lex fucking Luthor. So happy. Our Smallville Lex Luthor is not in Jesse it. Eisenberg. No, because no, he no, played. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. The Lex Luthor that <laughs> I grew up on in Smallville, who is the best best Lex Luthor ever. And I forget his real name, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> but he's amazing, and I love him. Lex Luthor, that's all that matters. Exactly, he's Lex Luthor. He doesn't need another name. So, Simon and Brenda and Parker and Natalie, doesn't matter. You're not going to remember their names. And they're all going to die anyway. Pretty much. <laughs> they're all disposable. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Bunch of doucheroos here. Trademark. Doucheroo. I came up with that. Nobody else. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're talking about, it opens with them telling the story of this massacre at this, mm-hmm. f- okay, wait, wait, wait. There's a massacre at this, it's called the Stanley Hall Massacre. This is later in the movie, but I cannot wait to okay. complain about this. Okay, I'm excited. They have a party on the anniversary. Yes, they do. Of the massacre. Yes, they do. It's called like the Stanley Hall Massacre Bash or something. Yes. What the fuck? It's, Who allows this? It's an urban legend. These kids don't even actually have proof at this point that this massacre even happened. But, it is an urban legend. That's a whole thing. I know. But this school is so wrapped up in images. Oh, yeah. That they, I just was so baffled that they allowed that to even be a thing. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine nowadays a school even having a, just like a, a, a party around, even if it was an imaginary massacre, just about a massacre, like, let's party on the anniversary of this possible massacre. I'm pretty sure this movie couldn't even be made nowadays. Eh. I don't know. We just made Black Christmas. Oh, that's fucking, <laughs> fucking true, man. Nothing can be... Or, <laughs> anything can be done if you set your mind to it, Kristen, and want to make a shitty enough movie with a bad enough message, you can do it! 
Telling the story about Stanley Hall Massacre, an abandoned campus dormitory was the site of this massacre in 1973. And Paul is, so we'll give you some key names. Yeah, Paul is Jared Leto. So that one is, I guess, he's a disposable character because all disposable, but like he's a main one. And he is a journalism student. He's kind of an asshole because all he wants is the scoop. Right. You know? Well, like he says later. How is he supposed to get a really good job if he doesn't have those things? He has to have a portfolio just like a photography student or an artist or whatever, yeah. And this girl that got her head cut off in the car, her murder is spreading throughout the school. And so he's trying to obviously pick up the story because, you know, he's a journalism student. And Natalie, she's the redhead. Everybody just kind of knows her as the redhead. Like, if you've kind of seen the movie but don't really know it. She's really upset by this murder, but she's real cryptic about it. You don't really know why. Mm -hmm. And she's real upset because Paul's, like, sniffing around the story. And she's like, it's a human being, Paul. So you're like, oh, she knows her. Yeah. She's real annoying. I kind of wish she would have died. I don't like her. Spoiler alert, she doesn't. She does not. No, no. And then you have Damon. Pacey. <laughs> His name is Damon. His name is Pacey. Pacey. And he... Uh, I'm glad he died. <laughs> he's such an asshole. Like, you knew it, because he's like... he. So a lot of these characters are like... You know, we talk about tropes. They're like tropey characters. And like, mm-hmm. Damon's the fraternity kid. He's the fucking asshole. He wants... The date rape dude. The <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes to console Natalie and he's like, come out with me. I'm a real good listener. And he goes and they get in the car and he's like, she consoles. He's like, yeah, I knew the girl. That's why I'm sad. And he's like, yeah, I know somebody who died too. And she's like, oh, who was it? He's like, it's my girlfriend. She died of syndrome and i was like and you know what i thought of immediately <laughs> I, I was in bed by myself and i shit you not yeah i went i went syndrome like you know and i was shooting t- my finger she could have died from him i mean he was fucking crazy that was in 2004 though oh, never mind. She couldn't have died yeah this was 1998 and incredibles came out in 2004 because i'm a fucking date an excuse vaulted in here yeah you know what they fucking... I even picked up on this as a kid, and oh, this is a tangent in Incredibles. He's like... Oh, now we're talking about Incredibles. I'm sorry, but it just was funny to me, because in the Incredibles, he's talking about the Incredibles and sees their kids, and they're like, and y'all got busy! I was like, whoa, they're talking about sex. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, in fourth grade, and I was like, oh my god. I learned about sex in fourth grade, so I was like, that was a sex reference. And you just told everybody? Yeah. Of course you did. Mostly just Annie, because she's the one that told me about sex. <laughs> Anyways, all he wants from her is sex to circle back around. Talk to your kids before the fourth grade. Let's that's all written around him. They gave me a book, that American Girl book. That was mostly just about puberty, though. So he's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she realizes because she's smart. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about the gothic roommate. That's important. I mean, she has a gothic roommate that eventually that has dies. sex, like like hardcore sex that she just has to sleep through. She puts I'm so on her happy fucking I didn't headphones. live in a dorm with someone. Oh my god! Annie that. had a deaf roommate at UNT. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Are you kidding? It was perfect. I bet it was. See, but the problem that poor roommate. She didn't have sex in there. What did she? She mostly just smoked weed, but that didn't really matter because the roommate could still smell. No, I know. I know. But see, <laughs> but they see. did not like each other. It doesn't really matter. That was just, 
I mostly was just curious. I was like, well, how does she wake up for classes? And Annie was like, she has an alarm clock that vibrates. And I was like, oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. I mean, that was a... If Annie had wanted to have loud, crazy sex, she could have. That was pretty much the end of the story there. I'm sure her roommate could have looked over and seen... That's true. She could have. ...the sex swing and all that stuff going on. She could have. She could have. <laughs> now, if you do want to smoke weed in a dorm, just get a little oh paper towel God. tube or... A pa- or a toilet paper tube. I'm sure everybody knows this at this point because we're like in our like mid to late twenties. Shove pa- or dryer sheets in there and blow the smoke through the dryer sheets, and then your room just smells like laundry. Perfect. So back to urban legend. That dude's a fucking asshole, and at least he dies. He gets hung. Yep. Yep. The only way anyone would say he was hung. You don't know that. That's the joke. <laughs> 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 Two jokes down. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> so she goes to get the cop, Reese, who I fucking love her. She's yeah. Great. And uh she goes back and there's nothing there. Dun dun dun, dun. <laughs> This is gonna be a weird episode for you to edit. My head hurts. Great. <laughs> So, the next day, all the friends are like, oh, he's just, like, he went skiing. And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure he got fucking hug in front of me. Like, he broke the windshield and everything. His body was laying in front of me, like, yeah, when he fell he from the tree. shacked up with a girl or a guy or a farm animal. <laughs> Haven't you ever been in college? I mean, not for very long. <laughs> yeah, not but for very long. I went for, like, little spurts here and there, but, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what the kids are doing these days, but... <laughs> yeah. That's what the dean said. Yeah, that makes me think. Now I'm I'm doing a tirade now. That makes fine. me think. Anybody, if anybody has ever seen Heather's, they kind of have a similar joke. The kids, it, Heather's is all about these girls committing suicide, but they're not. But the people are killing them. And one of the jokes that the principal makes is that he's seen a lot of things, and one of the things he's seen is perverse photography involving tennis rackets. And I'm like, that's like the same fucking joke. <laughs> Hmm. I would like to see that. I would not. Not like the farm animal that. thing. I do not the want to tennis see that. Racket? You want to see the tennis racket? Yes. That's even more terrifying. I know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious well, I don't know all. what Amanda gets into, you guys, but... Well, that's the thing. I'm not into anything, so I need to see it, because oh, I just... Before you can decide if you'd like a tennis racket up your hoo-ha. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> You know how some people have texture things? I know what you're getting for Christmas now. <laughs> It's really cheap. They're like $9 if you get the cheap ones. <laughs> I can't wait till we're sponsored by Adam and Eve or Wilson. Either way. <laughs> Either way it works. God damn. What are we doing? I don't remember. <laughs> well, because they thought that he had just used a dummy and like played a prank on her because she wouldn't give it up. That's an elaborate. Also, how do you do that by yourself? Also, there's easier ways to get sex. Like, you really rather do the dummy thing? Especially because he's, like, a fairly attractive blonde yeah. white dude in a fraternity. Exactly. Many, many women would be like, all right, that's cool. One night, that's totally fine. Many women have. Like, we hear the stories of him pretending to be a Hanson brother to get laid. <laughs> like There are so many things I missed in this movie. <laughs> I got the important stuff down. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. So... That we're back to the goth roommate. So she's walked in on her having sex. So the rule is she just doesn't turn on the yeah, light and she goes to bed. She's a fucking bitch. 
The goth roommate? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about her. I was like, she just goes in and goes to sleep. The fuck is your problem? (laughs) No. The goth bitch is getting rammed. And she she screams at her to turn the light off. And she's, like, really loud. She has no consideration. She's not just doing little gaspy breaths trying to be quiet. No, no. No, no. (laughs) No, no. No. She's got, like, a leather bed and everything. It's got to be the loudest This is the reason she went to college. (laughs) Exactly. She's, like, painted half the You can't even burn a candle in a dorm. Like that yeah, was that's like she the rules. The whole fucking room and all that Black, oh, yeah. yeah. So she's used to like walking in on a roommate having sex and just putting on her like mm-hmm. CD player, you know, and going to sleep. So she walks in, and her roommate's actually being killed. Yeah, well, and like choked. Her roommate had just—you just see her send a thing in a chat room, going, "What room are you in?" And then she comes back and it says yours, and they strangle her. But Jesus Christ, this girl fucks a lot god damn i have a comment (laughs) she's like i'm gonna go get ready and she walks to the bathroom and she like touches up her lipstick a little bit and she walks back and i was like you didn't want to clean your pussy (laughs) (laughs) nothing going on down there you were just with the dude yesterday you should probably like clean that up a little bit or like you want to go get ready and like you just want to like you could have like just touched up your lipstick like right there in front of your computer no she's like let's prepare the breast and let's walk out that's it (laughs) That was all, though. That's the only like, comment like, I had. Take a wet nap or something. A wet nap? <laughs> what are you, 80? <laughs> what they had in the 90s, okay? They didn't have what we have now. They had washcloths. Mm, don't, don't. They had showers also. You didn't even take the time to shower. Okay, but that's my point. She she was in a hurry. She couldn't shower. Wet naps. They're already pre-moistened wet for you. <laughs> Antibiotic wet na- Like the wet ones, you know, that killed 99.9% of germs. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're missing the point of this movie a little bit. Oh, we, we haven't even are. really talked about the urban legends behind the kills where, like, he oh, hung from the tree. And everyone got... knows that. It's fine. <laughs> they read it in a book and they tell you later. Okay? You don't need us to tell you. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well. She goes back. She gets strangled. She's getting choked out. But it sounds like sex noises. Because, you know, dying and sex. Pretty similar. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's why the French call it the little death. Because. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. They do. And, uh, you know, occasionally you want to get choked out. I just can imagine climaxing and dying would be... Honestly, I hear that they're similar. Interesting. Not in, like... Like, just in, like, euphoria. Not, like, necessarily that they're, like, the same feeling, but just, like, well, euphoria, like euphoria. Stuff yeah, right, right. right. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I hallucinate... Wait, we don't need to know that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> So the next day she wakes up, obviously to a dead roommate, but it looks like a suicide mm-hmm. because it's not that shocking that somebody that looks like and dressed like and acted like that, that was also on lithium because oh, we've established exactly. that, would commit suicide because lithium's prescribed to manic depressant, which is bipolars. Right. Except for the fucking sign on the wall that literally says, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? That is some fucked up suicide. That is not just you taking yourself out. That is you fucking with your roommate too forever because goddamn. Yeah, which is what she tells the dean. They're like, oh, she just killed herself. And she was like, no, like there was somebody in the room because I thought she was banging and she wasn't. She She was was being killed. (laughs) She was ain't. (laughs) So uh, roommate gets killed. And yeah, she's fucked up. And her friend Brenda. Okay, I got it. Brenda has some really nice hair. It's very curly. I love her hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She takes good care of it. She does. 
So Natalie confides to Brenda that Michelle was her high school friend. So now that she's sad, Brenda's going to console her. And then she's like, my roommate's dead. I knew the girl that got her head chopped off. So like all this stuff is kind of happening around Natalie. And Brenda's like, oh, what the fuck, man? I'm so sorry. And like, you know, mm-hmm. so this whole friend circle around Natalie is getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Picking and them like, off. Yeah. Not that the roommate was really her friend, but it was like literally in the same room as her. Yeah. Like, Can how, you imagine? How t- no, 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 no. I would be in a padded cell forever. Some yep. a, a murderer, a serial killer at this point, was in your fucking room killing your roommate. Yep. And painted that above your head. Like, it's above her bed that that's set on the wall. Fuck that. Uh-uh. Yep. I'd leave school. And then at this point, too, Paul is now, like, looking into urban legends. Because Natalie's trying, in the meantime, trying to convince her friends that, like, these murders are happening based on urban legends. And they're like... <laughs> You're crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, because promise you. there's also been a professor Wexler, who is Robert England, mm-hmm. at the same time teaching them about urban legends. And she's like, oh, that's a funny coincidence. Best fucking course. I thought going to college was going to be classes like that. It was It was not. Were you disappointed? I was so disappointed because I was so excited to go to an urban legend class. Whoa. It was a a vampire class at the college I went to for a little while. I had nothing cool. Nothing. Not even Shakespeare. It was all English one, English two. (laughs) I'm really sorry. Thank you. And this is coming from someone who has gone to like four different colleges. (laughs) We are the same. Me and you. (laughs) So Paul also finds that there was a Stanley Hall massacre and the college was just like no that never happened Mm -hmm. even though it did and professor wexler was the only survivor and they covered it up by basically saying we'll give you a job here forever if you don't say shit Mm -hmm. and so that and the janitor were also he was also there and i fucking love that janitor he makes a comment when the kids go how long have you been here i've been here too damn long and i'm like that is me (laughs) (laughs) that is me so that same night the dean is murdered murked brutal that was the most brutal that death was, but a really good one yeah i will say this movie's pretty like the deaths are mm, yeah they got some pretty good kills in this he's murdered in the parking garage on the fucking things that pop your tires yeah. if you go the wrong well, way first they cut his fucking achilles so he oh, can't that's run true. right and then he's crawling and his own car runs him over on those fucking spikes holy shit Eesh. yeah eesh. no thank you and then the cop finds wexler dead Oh, yeah. Dead, dead in his office. And then you've still got Natalie, Brenda, and then Sasha, who is just this other girl in the group. She has a radio show show where she talks about sex, which there's one point. That would be me. I was screaming at the freaking TV. It's funny because of what we do now. She pulls off her fucking mic cover and then starts saying, like, words with P in it, which are going to make that popping sound. I'm like, it goes, is that annoying? back on. Yeah, look at the spike on that. You can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, put it back on. Also, man. Yeah, you can't do that with peace. No, she dresses like a Spice Girl though. She reminds me of the girl from Scott Pilgrim, one of the exes. I've seen it, but I don't remember who you're talking about. Never mind then. I'm so sorry. It's okay. So they go to a party coinciding with the massacre's 25th anniversary, which still just baffles me, considering it was actually real. Uh, and Sasha stays before she goes and she does her radio show mm-hmm. and she is sitting in that room by herself in the dark, like with one little spotlight, which is super spooky anyways. And her boyfriend, first of all, does not deserve to have a dog because her boyfriend is still back at the party. His name is Parker. Mm-hmm. 
He was one of the douches from before. It doesn't matter. So one of the other doucheroos, Parker, who's Sasha's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We'll come around to Sasha in a minute. I know that's confusing. I'm sorry. We're jumping around a lot. There's just so much in this movie. Well, because they're basically being killed at the same time. So we kind of go back and forth right, a little right. bit. So he's kind of the helm of this party. for, And he's, like, giving his dog beer. Rudy, who they also wanted to pierce his ear. Also, that'll kill your dog. They cannot have hops. Yeah. Anyways. He gets a call from this killer, and he's been making fun of Natalie the whole time for thinking that there is a killer, and fucking puts his dog in the microwave. Oh, yeah. That's fucked but up. But then kills him pretty brutally. It's pretty good. Does. Kills him by putting a funnel in his mouth, throwing pop rocks down, and then putting Drano down him. <laughs> yeah. So fucks him up. And then calls his girlfriend, Sasha, at a radio show. Fucks with her a little bit while she's live. Mm-hmm. She's running through. And she's still alive. People at the party, because her radio show's on at the party. Yep. They're hearing her scream for her life. But they think it's a show. They think it's an urban legend, because there are urban legends of, I don't remember the song, but there's a song where they're screaming in the beginning, and it's an urban legend that there was someone actually being murdered in the beginning of it. So that's what this kid at the college talks about. Oh my god, she's doing a tribute for the Stanley Massacre, and that's what this is all about. Exactly. It is not. She gets killed by an axe. And Natalie sees it. Sees it. And then... And Natalie sees it. Waved, too. Yeah, and the killer waves at her. And you still don't know who this killer is. All you know is they wear a big puffy jacket. So, Paul is kind of on board with Natalie that there is is a killer. Mm -hmm. Now that he's found out that the massacre is real, like, he's kind of thinking, like, okay, fuck, like, this is really a thing. We got to get out of here. And so Natalie runs into Paul and Brenda and Paul thinks that Wexler is responsible because they don't know that Wexler's dead mm-hmm. at this point. And they decide that they are going to run away. So Natalie, Paul, and Brenda all bail, go to a gas station. And while Paul's in the gas station, Natalie and Brenda find that Wexler's body is in his trunk. Mm-hmm. And obviously they think then that Paul has done it. Right. Which is unfortunate because Brenda's been in love with Paul this whole time, but Natalie's made out with Paul and it's just this whole love triangle. Oh, yeah. And so they start running through the woods and they become separated and Natalie basically flags down the janitor and thinks that she's done it. So this is also frustrating. She's scared by everyone. She's con- oh, yeah. She just saw a body in Paul's yeah. car and then she gets scared by the janitor. And I'm like, and pick one. Everyone has this jacket. Literally everyone. Everyone. You- Wait, what? What? They're all out of college where they probably came from different states. I promise you, they probably different ha- have different jackets. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Why are they all the same So she thing? gets in this janitor's car and he has this jacket. Yeah. And she gets scared by him. Wexler but then you has just... the jacket. Everyone has this fucking Yeah. You can't be scared of literally everyone because not everyone is the killer. Just mm-hmm. get in the truck and let him drive you off. You literally right. saw the body in Paul's car. Right. Now, way back, we, before Sasha even died... They were in the library together, and that's when they pulled this book, this Encyclopedia of Urban Legends. And you hear her talk about how she did one of these urban legends with her friend, that it was the... The gang initiation. The gang initiation. Oh, shit, we forgot about that. Yeah. Our bad. Where someone is driving around with their lights off, and when she flashed them to let them know, they chase you down and kill you. And they actually, they did that to a guy. They accidentally killed him. Her and Michelle, who's the one in the beginning who gets her head cut off. We don't know why that means anything yet, but that's another urban legend. 
Yeah, so basically, they when you do that, they chased him, and he got so scared that he flew. They didn't kill him, but he got so scared that he lost control of his car, yeah. and the car accident killed him. And why I bring that up is because that's what happens right now with the janitor. Yeah. They're driving along, and he tries to warn someone, and she's even like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, don't do that, and they chase him down. Yeah. And we don't know if the janitor died or not. No. But he definitely smacks his head pretty damn good. Yeah, and then they just leave that. Leave that alone. Yeah. So Natalie leaves, and while passing Stanley Hall, Natalie hears Brenda screaming and breaks into the building where she finds, like, everybody's corpse. Mm-hmm. And then Brenda's lying on the bed in the middle of the room. It's just, like, basically, like, the typical, like, serial killer slash slasher killer, like, room where you find corpses and there's nothing there but, like, a mattress yeah. in the middle of the room. It's definitely, like... Michael Myers in Halloween, yeah. where he kills all those people and hides them, and then she walks into one room, and his there's a body with a sister's tombstone. It's yeah. like that. Right. And Brenda's lying there, and she tries to help her, and then Brenda knocks her out, and oh my god, Brenda's the killer. It's what? not Paul. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, uh, so, basically... Natalie gets knocked out. Brenda ties her down. You find out that Brenda's been the killer this whole time, and Brenda is so over the top. Over the top. Over the top. Brenda over the was top. the girlfriend of the guy that Michelle and Natalie accidentally killed. When they were just doing this silly, like, flash and yeah. lights chasing them down. Which game. is why she's killing Natalie and all her friends. Yeah. And then she tries to take Natalie's kidney. Or liver. Whatever one she reaches first. She just stabs her in the side. With no, no anesthesia or anything. Ugh, fuck that. But the campus cop comes in and interrupts Ooh, everything. And basically saves the day. And Paul comes in too and like distracts. And yeah. then she shoots her in the back. And then she flies out the window for some reason. I don't know. Fucking weird. Yeah. And then she's in the back of their car. <clears throat> they're flying along thinking that they're good. She's in the back of their car and comes out with an axe just like Michelle. And out the window she goes right in the river. But if you've paid attention in the movie, you see earlier that she's she swims. She's in a swimming pool. Doing pretty good for herself. Yeah, she's a swimmer. Like, yeah. that's professional technique. It's, here's our foreshadowing of this is how she fucking lives. Yeah. And well, what's funny is Paul says, well, if it's an urban legend, where's the tw- where's the twist to the movie or whatever? She's in the fucking backseat. There's yeah. the fucking twist. Yeah. And then it comes to the end of these kids at a college, once again, telling, an urban le- telling this urban legend. And he goes, what, doesn't anybody believe me? And it flips to Brenda is there looking like a new student. And she goes, I believe you, but you didn't tell it right. And then it cuts. Yeah, she's like, this is how the story really goes. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts. Which is interesting, because then it's like, was this whole story true? Was it just the telling of an urban legend? And is Brenda actually Brenda, or is she just the telling of a story? Or, you know. Exactly. Now, she is the only character that comes back in the second one. Didn't see the second one. It's not great, but that's pretty cool. And there's a comment at the very end when these kids are telling this story about an urban legend and who's Brenda and who's Paul and who are these people? And one of the girls goes, oh, yeah. And Brenda was in that Noxzema commercial. Yeah. She actually, she, she was at the time. Oh, she was in a Noxzema commercial. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing is it's very, like, definitely 2000s. The acting is, like, very 90s. It's, like, it's eh, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're watching Brenda do her monologues, you're like, oh, my God chill the fuck out but it also could be due to the direction Mm -hmm. you know because i don't necessarily think she's because she's been in other stuff it's not like she's a 
I don't think she's a bad actress. Mm -hmm. There are little things that you could pick apart in this movie and some like little plot holes here and there. But I mean, overall, is it like a fun slasher movie that you could just like put on if you didn't really want to like pick a movie apart? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would say so. Is it something that I just love? Not particularly, but I don't, uh, I don't hate it. It's probably on par with things like I know what you did last summer Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like it's just a fun little 90s slasher and that's pretty much as far as it goes. Is it on par with 90s horror like Misery and Science of the Lambs? No, but it's not trying to be a psychological thriller like that going for an Oscar. It's... It just is what it is, you know. Yeah, it did what it wanted to do. It wanted yeah. to have horror Easter eggs. It wanted to be a slasher, and it wanted to try and follow along the lines of Scream, which it kind of did, bringing in those horror tropes and stuff. Yeah, and that we can laugh at. Yeah, I mean, probably a three for me. Five out of five. It was fun. I grew yeah. up on it. I'll always watch this movie. Yeah, no matter how many times. So that's I fair. Loved it. it was fun to watch, and it was a. <laughs> fun to record to be honest <laughs> right that was pretty good that was a pretty fun one well thank you guys for hanging out with us and putting up for my nasally ass voice i appreciate that hope it doesn't happen too often this year because i'm really over it hopefully this is my one <laughs> and done you can hang out with us on all of our social medias at the extra sisters podcast on facebook and instagram twitter is at the extra sisters you can always email us at the extra sisters at gmail.com you can now find us on patreon Woo! at patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast you can catch up on a couple patron only episodes we've got two tiers one dollar tier and a five dollar tier you can be a crystal lake camper for a dollar and you can be a haddonfield babysitters club over there for five dollars you get automatic entries into our giveaways and exclusive content so head on over there for all that fun stuff and next time harry's out to steal your heart till then stay creepy